0: Friends, welcome back to another episode of the Field and Garden Podcast. It is your friend and host, Lisa Mason Ziegler, and thank you so much for dropping in here. And friends, happy Valentine's Day. And this day can be what you make of it, right? I am married to a guy that always makes the most out of holidays or days that are important or have a significant meaning. And I will tell you just out of the gate, I am married to the best gift giver. He forgets nothing. um, And I will start this off with a little story that <laughs> just popped into my head. So several years after Steve and I had been married, I was, we were actually, this would have been Right prior to 2005, we were launching, um, the gardeners workshop as actually a direct sales company. We were shooting, um, pictures for our catalog and I had some models here at the house, some people that we could include in some of the images, you know, and we needed to shoot an indoor image and we came, it was a Saturday we came into the house and Steve was home. And sitting there on the dining room table was a wrapped gift, a big box that was wrapped up. And I mean, I'd be bopping the back door. Of course, I'm totally distracted trying to figure out what are we taking pictures of? Where should we take them? Dah, dah, you know, all the details that go along with that, right? Along with somebody here taking the pictures. So, we come walking in the back door and here in the middle of, of the um, great room is our dining room table and there is this huge present. And so I'm like, hey, honey, what's happening? What is, what is this box? And he said, I don't know. Why don't you open it? And I said, well, I'll, I'll wait until everybody leaves. No, I think you should probably open it now, he said. <laughs> oh, my goodness, y'all. So there was a card on the top of the box. So I said, well, here's a card. So I opened the card, and I almost fell over. I had 100% totally and completely forgotten our anniversary. It was March 4th is my anniversary. And that was a gift from him to me. I mean, you could have pushed me over with a little bird feather. I was so stunned that I had completely forgotten. Anyway, so that's the guy that I'm married to, and he just laughed. I mean, it doesn't hurt him, or I'm sure it probably does a little bit, but he just totally gets it. (laughs) Anyway, so I am married to just such a great, thoughtful, compassionate, wonderful guy, So if you have not read my blog back from 2009, um, you can find it over on our website, thegardenersworkshop.com, or it'll be a link to it in the show notes, called A Garden Love Story, Um, Lisa and Steve Ziegler. I'm going to kind of pick up where that left off. But for you guys that need, um, I mean, like a cliff note, if you are new here or haven't read that, Um, You know, when I talk about Steve and mine's journey um, in Cool Flowers, my book, it talks about, you know, him building a Harley in the living room of his bachelor pad, which is now my home. Um, And so there's a lot of great information in there too. But the overview is this, that I kind of stalked Steve for a year or two um, before I asked him out on a date and that all progressed, um, and we got married. We got married March 4th of 1995, and so that means this is our 28th year anniversary, and we kind of gardening was definitely a big part of my attraction. Part of the attraction I had to him in the beginning because he lived in this amazing gardening space, and I was living in deep shade, yada, yada, um, And so, as the story goes, we got married, um, and yes, he did come with this amazing gardening dowry, but that was just a bonus, not the reason that I married this dude. Um, And so, we then um, were going to live here in his family's home place. His grandma and grandpa lived here. Um, It's one of the original homes built here in what is now a big city in the Mennonite Colony, and, um, we got married and he literally moved into my home and we gutted this house. I mean, this house had no insulation. It was old, um, right. I think it was, I can't remember the the, the year, but it was like in the thirties is when it was built. It was a small bungalow home. So we got married. He moved into what was my house. This house was gutted by my brother, um, who is a builder and they put it all back together. My dad made the trim to replicate what kind of was here, but kind of notched it up a little bit. And Steve and I, it took 18 months to do that. Steve and I moved in here, um, and I started farming. I actually started farming, um, during that time that we were going back and forth. Um, and so, oh my goodness. So this is my 25th year of farming in 2023 and 28 years of being married to this kind of incredible guy. And people often say to me, first off, you have to know that when Steve and I met, we had both been, um, cause I'm 60, I'll be 62 this year. Um, and Steve is seven years older than me. He and I had both been adult single people for quite some time when we met. And frankly, I had kind of thrown in the towel <laughs> on finding that person. I mean, I had bought a home. I was poor as a church mouse, y'all. I had purchased a home by myself, was paying a mortgage, um, and started an IRA. You know, I was like setting up my life to to kind of be single and to provide. I mean, it was a big um, question mark, especially for my dad. You know, your parents worry about you, right? And the fact that I wasn't with somebody um, was a deep concern, I think, to them. And so I was moving through life thinking, this is it. You know, I can fill my life up. I was, I participated with a couple other people back, I can't even remember what year it was, but we founded um, the Southeastern Golden Retriever Rescue Education and Training, which is known as GREAT with two R's. Um, And that became a big part of my life for like 12 years. Um, And then I met Steve. And so Steve and I quickly began to figure out But we didn't know we were figuring this out. I don't think when this was all happening. Um, Y'all have to remember, back then, we barely had the internet. You just didn't know stuff like you know it now. (laughs) You can't research everything at the drop of a pen. You can't. um, It was just very different. So we quickly found out that our values aligned and that what makes our hearts race were kind of the same things or at least we had some of those in common, right? So the the blog a garden love story kind of drops off in 2009 and frankly 2009 until about 2018 were foggy years for me because those are the years that not only did we launch this other arm um of my business, you know up until two thousand and five, I was just a flower farmer when I say just, meaning that was my folk, all my all my focus was growing and selling flowers, and I had begun dabbling in teaching and um that kind of stuff doing lots of speaking two thousand and five launched um Ziegler garden went from Ziegler garden, the flower farm to the Gardener's Workshop, which included the flower farm um, and this new arm um, of the Gardenersworkshop.com, which was, for a couple of years, it was a very different business model than what it is now, but that's when the name transition happened. And at that same time, so about 2007, 2008, maybe even 2009, I guess it was more like 2009, is where we kind of had our retail, this online garden shop, seeds, tools, and supplies kind of was started. And then I realized just how much I totally missed big time farming. And that's when we dove back into high production. And what i want to really hit home for people which i did not understand or see any of this when this was all happening a big portion of why i was able to do all that i did and what and it to have it become successful as i feel it is today was because i was equally yoked with a man that saw that his goals were my goals, we shared, we had common values, we, he was my biggest cheerleader, y'all, whoever your partner is, it is, um, that is so important, and I know so many um, people that have reached out to me, it's like my, whoever your partner is, whether it's a husband, um, wife, whoever it is, Not to say that sometimes you have to show people what the possibility is for them to get on board. I'm not saying that, but you have to have somebody that wants what you want because you want it. Does that make sense? That they want it because that's what makes your heart race too. That they're willing to say, okay, I don't really understand, but... I'm going to run this race right beside you. I got your back. Um, and I feel like that is what truly pushed me to do what I'm doing as well as I had family support. You know, Suzanne, my sister has been in the ditches with me since the beginning of all of this. And then other family members came on. Um, But anyway, so during about 2009, 2010 is when we kind of started to ramp up because that's when we bought the land adjoining to us that allowed me to really ramp up our farm. And those were some hard years, y'all. And it was really, really foggy. Not only did buying that land take every penny that we had, I wasn't sure. I mean, I didn't voice this back then, but I mean, land in the city is very expensive. And I knew that it was now or never. I, you know, and to this day, I wished I could have been able to have bought more, but it pushed us to the brink to be able to do that. I mean, it changed a lot of stuff and I took a lot of risks. Um, but we know now that all of that was what was supposed to have happened. So during those years that I call the foggy years, oh my gosh, without Steve being totally on board, we wouldn't have eaten. No laundry would have been done. Um, and he just kept his head down and kept on working too, because, um, he is involved in part owner in a big family business, um, which has its own dynamics, right. That he had to deal with, but he was working just as hard and just as long as I was. Um, and it was really, really hard. We were pushing so hard, and if our values had not aligned, it would have never, ever happened, um, and, you know, if you're somebody that hasn't found that person or that person hasn't found you yet, I want you to know, first off, that, you know, they are out there. Nobody was more surprised than me when Steve and I um, found each other, and, I want to just share a story. So soon after, so I guess we had been married maybe a couple of years. This was before I was in High Farming. Um, so you have to know we live at the end of our street, is where our church is, um, Work River Mennonite Church. Um, and part of Mennonites is community, right? And we lived right in the heart of the community. I married in, I was not, I'm not an ethnic Mennonite. And Um, Someone in our congregation had passed away. He was a significant part of our congregation. And I was, you know, I had joined the church. It was part of the church. But I, you know, I was a newbie, right? So we went to the funeral home for the visitation of this person. And I mean, it was packed. It was packed. I mean, they had been, they were just such a big part of our community. And I can remember standing in the line to greet his wife, and standing in line. And, you know, you're visiting and talking to tons of people as you do that, right? And you're making your way up there. And when we got up to our turn to greet her, um, she was sitting in a chair. um, I mean, I will guess they were in their 80s. I haven't, I don't remember how old they were. But anyway, Steve and I knelt down, got down on the floor in front of her so we could talk to her. And I will never forget it, y'all she, we talked for just a second, or Steve was actually talking. I was just kind of listening because I didn't really know her that well. I can remember her taking my face into her hands and looking into my face and saying, I have prayed for you, for him, his entire life. And I'll tell y'all, that flipped a switch for me that I mean that was really um significant for me and i knew then that my life was different than i ever imagined it was going to be and it is today but that is what is at the root of me and steve you know a lot of people praying for us to find each other um because the other thing that um I can't remember if I wrote about this in the garden story blog or not but Stevie, you know, comes from this community that a super strong, wonderful, deep deeply um seated in faith family. That does not mean there's not issues, y'all. I think that's something that people have a misconception about living a life as a believer is that um no, things are not all rosy. You're just better equipped to deal with them, right? So, Stevie grows up in this family um which is such an interesting story. I mean, Steve's parents are just so were so amazing. His dad is passed now and his mom is 97. Um, but Stevie kind of sowed his oats and part of sowing those oats was Steve was a Harley Davidson fancier. And he literally um, was the member of a biker group that he lived with for several years. Um, and that in itself is a very interesting story. Um, and Stevie kind of went around the block <laughs> doing that. and um, But then he came back to the community here and to his family and Um, that's kind of part of my, I'm sure that I was drawn to him as he kind of was the bad boy, right? I mean, handsome, rode a motorcycle, but he had a heart of gold and loved his mother, loved his dog. Those are the two things that really stood out for me. But, um, you know, in the most unlikely places, Sometimes you find the treasure of gold, and I surely found it um, with Stevie. And not long after we were married and I started farming, um, it just was so, um, made him so happy that I was going to farm and um, here on his grandparents' homestead. I mean, so many pieces, just, you know, the gears of a bike. You know just started fitting together, and so there were all kinds of ups and downs. Y'all, I want to say again, I just can't tell you how foggy those years were of um, high production here on our farm. Oh, my goodness, I can remember me just you're so hot and exhausted all the time, you had no time to really think about stuff. Then I would get some harebrained ideas during the winter, the time we're in right now, um, that, again, we just had no real basis. I had no real experience in any of this that I was doing. So I would try some kind of crazy stuff. But none of that would have ever happened had I not been yoked with this guy that we shared the same um Values. I mean, I can't tell you how Steve and I don't do anything if we don't come together on it. You know, I mean, if we have a dis I mean, if it's like, uh, I don't know if we should do that or not, it just kind of gets pushed aside. There is no real um going forward on something that he's not a hundred percent on board with, and vice versa. Um, you know, he would not do something without me being on board. And I can't tell you how significant that is. You know, we have so much respect for each other. And sometimes we go along with the other person's want or need, just because it's like, all right, they want it, I guess I can get on board with that. But if it's something that we just can't figure out, it just gets pushed aside. We might revisit it sometime later, but, you know, it's kind of like being the ultimate business partners, right? And that's what I think, you know, you hear people say, oh my gosh, don't be a business partner. So many businesses are ended in bad business partner relationships, right? And it's usually where they part is where somebody goes rogue, You just have to make that commitment in business to not do anything that the other person isn't on board with and accept that there may come a day that there's something you think you really want that that person doesn't want, you know, and you make that commitment is we're not going down that road, you know, we're not going down. I mean, we, Steve and I accept the fact that we won't let anything divide us no matter what. And that's what's led me down this path, you know, of being really successful. You know, Steve and I both love God, love family, um, and this place that we are the stewards of, and it's just, we feel like the sky is the limit, literally, get my gist there, y'all. Um, there is no limits, as long as we stay aligned and keep our priorities in line, you know, and life is really um, good in that that view. And it's not that there aren't problems, y'all. Oh my goodness, every single day, health challenges, um, things that other people think, oh my gosh, they have everything, but well. Because we do have everything um, in what we consider everything, it allows us, it gives us the strength that we need to deal with and process all the other mess. And that's just what all the other is, you know? So friends, I just wanted to encourage people that, you know, being aligned with the person you choose to spend your life with whether and even in business, is about making the, the most important commitment is to say we are only moving forward on anything that we both agree that we should move forward on and stay on that boat and have open communication. Um, and it's just surprising how good that can go, you know. So, Steve and I, as we like to say, we're rooted in like turnips here on the Ziegler Homestead. And we love this place, um, but it's just a place, y'all. And I just want to say Happy Valentine's Day and whatever that means to you and for you to pursue whatever that means for you. So, friends, if you're enjoying this podcast drop a review. That helps me so much, um, helps our business. And, you know, over at gardenersworkshop.com, we have an online garden shop, online library of courses, but we have tons of resources, free resources. And what makes all those free resources possible, like this podcast, Field and Garden, as well as our sister podcast, um, Seed Talk with Lisa and Lane, Um, all the lives that are done, all the, I mean, it takes a lot of people to make all this happen. And it's the, it's our retail platform that fuels and funds all of this. So when the day comes that you need a little something, we appreciate it when you consider us. So friends, happy Valentine's Day. Remember to check out A Garden Love Story Um, back from 2009, that's in the resources of our website, as well as the link is down below. And, you know, go for the one that makes your heart race. And when your heart races and you find that true love and you both agree to only move forward with what you both agree on, it can be a sweet story, y'all. We are the poster kids of that. Until we meet again, friends. Ciao.